Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. Join me as we dive into episode 24 today, and we pray our way through four different topics. We'll do worship, Psalm 18, a portion of that psalm, a personal prayer, and a prayer for our culture. Let's open with a prayer where we're worshiping God for His holiness. We've been camped out on His holiness all week long, and it has been really good for my heart. I don't know how it's doing for you guys, but it's been really good for my heart to be camped out there and worshiping God for His holiness. We have two verses today that we'll be using. One is Hebrew 7.26, and one is Psalm 29, 1-2. through Hebrews 7.26 says this, For it was indeed fitting that we should have such a high priest— holy, innocent, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. Psalm 29, 1 and 2 says, Ascribe to the Lord, O heavenly beings, ascribe to the Lord glory and strength. Ascribe to the Lord glory do His name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. Let's pray. It is fitting, Lord, that we should have such a high priest who is holy, unstained, separated from sinners, and exalted above the heavens. Jesus, that's you, and I'm so grateful for your sacrifice on my behalf so that I can be standing in this place, so I can be coming into your presence this morning and talking with you this morning. Ascribe to the Lord, ascribe glory and strength, the glory do your name, and I worship the Lord in the splendor of your holiness. Father, you are holy, set apart, you are God, and I am certainly not. I so appreciate the ability that I have to come into your presence this morning. And as we pray this morning, I ask, Spirit, that you would guide my words, guide my thoughts, that everything that we do this morning, everything that we think would be honoring to you, and that you open up these scriptures to us in a way that we may not have understood them before, and in a way that changes our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen. We are reading Psalm 18, verses 25 through 36 today. This is a thanksgiving song for a royal victory. David and his troops have just won a victory over his enemies, and this is David's response. It's one of the longest psalms in the book of Psalms, has a lot of very evocative language in it. And we are in the fourth out of five days that we are reading this. We've divided it up into sections. We're in the fourth section. And today we have more of David's reflection on his rescue and on God's character. Today I'm going to read, pray, read, pray, read, pray. So... Psalm 18, 25 through 36. With the faithful, you prove yourself faithful. With the blameless, you prove yourself blameless. With the pure, you prove yourself pure. But with the crooked, you prove yourself shrewd. For you rescue an oppressed people, but you humble those with haughty eyes. Lord, you are faithful. You are blameless. You are pure. You are also shrewd, and you rescue oppressed people. You are a rescuer of those who are oppressed but you humble those with haughty eyes. That is another term for pride. And Father, there is pride in all of us, and I ask that you would humble us. Gosh, that's not a request to make lightly, right? We don't ask to be humbled very easily because our natural bent is towards pride. And I guess, Lord, I pray that you would take that natural bent and that you would straighten it out and that we would not be counted among those with haughty eyes. Lord, you light my lamp. My God illuminates my darkness. With you, I can attack a barricade. And with my God, I can leap over a wall. Lord, you are our light. 
This is a dark world, and so many times in Scripture, you identify yourself as the light and identify your opposition as darkness. And we are in a world that is reigned by darkness. But you, Lord, are the light, and you will illuminate the darkness around us. You will light our path with your word. With you, we are strong. We are courageous. We can attack a barricade, leap over a wall, David said. In our terminology, we have strength to do the things that you ask of us, and we have the courage to do it as well. God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is pure. He is a shield to all who take refuge in him. For who is God besides the Lord? And who is a rock? Only our God. God, he clothes me with strength and makes my way perfect. Your way is perfect, Father. Keep me walking in it. The word of the Lord is pure. You are a shield, and I take refuge in you. You are my shield. You are my rock. You clothe me with strength, and you make my way perfect. You make my feet like the feet of a deer, and set me securely on the heights. He trains my hands for war. My arms can bend a bow of bronze. You have given me the shield of your salvation, and your right hand upholds me, and your humility exalts me. You make a spacious place beneath me for my steps, and my ankles do not give way. Lord, you set us securely. You plant us in the places that you want us to be. You train us. You teach us. You strengthen us. You give us the shield of your salvation. Your right hand upholds us, and your humility exalts us. Make a spacious place for me beneath my steps. Let my ankles be strengthened. Let my legs be strong. Let my stance be sure. In Jesus' name, amen. For ourselves this week, we are praying for our mouths to control our tongue, to control our speech. We have three verses today on that topic, Colossians 3, 7, and 8, James 1, 19, and 20, and Colossians 4, 6. So let's start with Colossians 3, 7, and 8. But now you must put them all away, anger, wrath, malice, slander, and obscene talk from your mouth. Lord, before we were believers, we walked in all of those things, but now we have to put them away. Help us to set aside, to put away, to walk away from, to keep our mouths from anger, wrath, malice, slander, and all kinds of obscene talk. If those are areas that we're susceptible to, if we speak that way now, teach us to stop. Teach us to speak completely opposite of that, things that are full of grace and purity. James 1, 19 and 20 says, Know this, my beloved brothers, let every person be quick to hear, slow to speak, slow to anger, for the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Lord, in this verse today, it's the quick to hear and slow to speak that we want to ask for. Help us to be quick to hear, to listen, to not talk. We don't have to fill every void with speech. We don't have to fill the silence with our own words. But we do need to listen when others speak. Help us learn to be slow to speak, quick to listen. Colossians 4, 6 says, Let your speech always be gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. Father, let your speech always be gracious is a tall order. But with your Spirit guiding our words, we can do that. Let my speech always be full of grace. Always full of grace, but seasoned with salt. So all the grace and a bit of salt seasoning 
so that I might know how to answer each person. Help me speak love and grace and truth into others' lives, but with the proportions that you prescribe. Full of graciousness, always gracious, seasoned with salt. In Jesus' name, amen. For our culture this week, we're praying for refreshment. There's a lot of tiredness. I've read two articles just this morning about how people are tired. We are worn out from the level of conflict, from the level of uncertainty, and from the level of change, how quickly we're changing. And we need rest. We need refreshment. Because in order to face the challenges that will certainly come tomorrow, they won't stop. They'll certainly come tomorrow. We need to be rested. We need to be working from a place of refreshment and strength. And as we know, as our lives have been going on, we know that the challenges don't stop in order to give us time to rest. We have to take that time. Yesterday, we talked about refreshment in our community, in the people of God. Today, we're going to talk about three other ways that we can find refreshment that may be not what you usually think of. Isaiah 40, 30 through 31, Psalm 19, 7, and 1 Samuel 16, 23. So let's dive into that. Isaiah 40, 30 and 31 say this, Even youths shall faint and be weary, and young men shall fall exhausted. But they who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Lord, this is a verse that we tend to put on coffee mugs and posters. We love to think of the inspiring things that it talks about. Mounting up with wings like eagles, we will run and not be weary, walk and not faint. But we find in this verse that you tell us those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. And we want to skip over that part because we don't like to wait. Those who wait for the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. We need to wait for you. And then our renewal and our strength will happen. Lord, teach us to wait. Teach us to know when we are supposed to wait and when we are supposed to walk or fly. That whole thing about waiting is a struggle for us because we want everything in the time period that we think it should be coming in. And instead, we need to appreciate and trust your timing. So make us people who wait for the Lord in order to renew our strength. Psalm 19.7 says, The law of the Lord is perfect, reviving the soul. Testimony of the Lord is sure, making wise the simple. Lord, you say that your law is perfect and it revives our soul. Teach us to go to your word when we need a revived soul. Teach us to read, to meditate, to memorize, to be soaking in your word in the scriptures in order to receive refreshment. 1 Samuel 16.23 says, And whenever the harmful spirit from God was upon Saul, David took the lyre and played it with his hand. So Saul was refreshed and was well, and the harmful spirit departed from him. Lord, David ministered to Saul, and he did it with music in this case. And the harmful spirit departed. He was refreshed. His soul, his so- Saul's soul was refreshed and was well, the word says. Help us be people who minister to others in speech, in service, in music, where we can help refresh those around us. But help us also when we are in Saul's position, when we are being influenced by harmful spirits, that we would seek refreshment. One of those ways that we can do that is worship music. We can seek refreshment in music that honors you, that drives out harmful spirits. 
Lord, I pray that this morning, as we talked about waiting on you and reading your word, being in your word and listening to music and receiving refreshment from those who can serve us or teach us how that actually applies in each one of our lives. Show us the ways that we can walk in those truths today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank y'all so much for being with me in prayer. I am so grateful that you gather with me every day and we can do this. My heart, as that we pray together, is that we would grow in each of our prayer lives and that God would speak to you in your situation as he speaks to me in my own circumstances. I pray that he will answer these prayers that we pray in mighty ways. But most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper in love with the God who gave us these words that we are speaking and praying to him. Amen. Amen.